Welcome to Conversations in Business with RSM, where we talk to business leaders and experts to gain valuable insights that will help you move your business forward. Welcome to our Conversations in Business with RSM. My name is Michael Steenkamp. I'm one of the directors in the audit department of RSM South Africa. Today, I'm in conversation with Lurika van der Skeif. She's the financial manager of a company called Manitou South Africa. Manitou is a group that supplies an extensive range of material handling solutions for the construction industry, the industrial industry, as well as the agricultural and mining industries, and operates in over 140 countries around the world. Thank you for joining us today, Lurika. It's great to have you here, and I look forward to chatting with you. Thank you very much, Michael. Firstly, maybe you could just tell us about a bit of the journey that Manitou's had, obviously, to main, remain relevant um, in the marketplace and things are continuously changing. So maybe you can just let me know or let us know about a bit of the journey that Manitou's had. Manitou started in France back in 1957. Um, our founder, Marcel Broad, had the innovative idea of developing a rough terrain handling uh, equipment machine. And over the years, um, that idea of serving a distinct market grew into a global business. Uh, we serve many customers in diverse industries, and our annual turnover for the group is 2 billion euros. The South African entity uh, started back in the late 1990s. Um, and we've been a presence in South Africa ever since. So part of our DNA is innovation, um, and we continually look to the future to ensure we lead the change in the marketplace. Um, we strive to deliver our company vision to make life safe and easy, and this is for our customers, our employees, and the world around us in general. We deliver this through continuously improving our products and service solutions that we offer to our customers. Fantastic. So a very long history. So that, that, that's great. It's nice to see the companies that have been around for such a long time and, and still continuing to grow. That, that is a very positive thing. Um, Manitou, as we as we both mentioned, provide obviously a, a lot of products to a wide variety of, of industries. Like, like we said, there's the construction industry, there's the agricultural industry, there's the mining industry. So obviously, each one of those industries are quite different. So how important is customization between the different industries? Um, I think providing customized solutions for our customers is a key objective for the business. Each customer has different needs, even within the same industrial segment. Um, and we have the ability to tailor the solutions according to each customer needs. For example, I mean, if a customer is looking to buy equipment, we assist them in finding the best machine that will solve their what they're looking to solve in their business and we can provide the financing for that we rent equipment we've even launched a subscription service this means that the customer subscribes to the use of a type of machine and we bill them for the hours they use and this rate will include servicing and maintenance for the duration for that machine is that something that's similar is that the same vision around the world or is it different in south africa compared to other countries do you think um south africa is um leading the subscription innovation at this stage. Um, so we are doing all the test runs to see how the model works. But at this stage, it's very exciting because you know, it's actually a very robust business model uh, to roll out. So it's exciting cool. to see it grow. Well, that's great. There's a feather in the cap for you guys here in South Africa, if it works. <laughs> so well done. <laughs> Lurika, obviously something that we've all spoken about. I know when we've come to visit you to do the audits that we've spoken about this at length. And it's on, we've all had this in our lives for the last 18 months or so. And that's this, this dreaded COVID-19. I think we all thought that it was going to be five weeks of hard lockdown and then we'll carry on life. 
And yeah, like I said, 18 months later, yeah, we are again. So how important has it has diversification of your products helped Manito to weather this storm and get through this? And how has your your serving your industries and customizing your products and being diverse helped you get through COVID-19? Uh, well, Michael and Masai, we already have a diverse range of solutions, and that has definitely enabled us to weather the COVID storm in 2020. Uh, we have thankfully also been able to focus on industries that were more resilient to the crisis. Um, so that kept our business turning. And um, even in addition to this, um, we've got a very strong management team. And they've got a high entrepreneurial spirit. Um, and with local economy, we could act quickly and strongly throughout 2020 uh, to ensure that our business not only survived, but that we thrived throughout the COVID period. So, yeah, I think that that is a very positive, obviously, if, like you're fortunate enough to be in the position where you can focus on certain industries to be able to spread into those <laughs> those markets. Um, just thinking on the, on the COVID-19 uh, topic, just a little bit, it's, there's no doubt that it's forced you guys um, to have to do things differently. From an admin point of view and, and seeing customers' point of view has been limited, I'm sure, having to work from home. Um, how have you guys in South Africa done things differently, obviously, to meet still meet those obligations and those targets and those meetings of clients and getting the sales done and those kinds of things? Have you done things differently in, in this environment? Okay. The COVID situation has definitely taught us to think more on our feet and be more reactive and proactive on short notice, depending on what's happening in the economy. So beside the changes of the working practices for our employees, for example, working from home, um, setting up different technologies to enable that, um, we've also adjusted our business operations to meet the needs of our various customers. So to achieve this, we've taken the opportunity um, to refocus our attention on what our adjusted customer needs are in, in the post-COVID world. So in 2021, we've taken the opportunity to split the business into two operating entities. And as of July, um, you know, we've got two legal entities that serving different customer segments and needs. So this will enable us to further develop and grow our business into the Middle East and Africa um, to ensure a strong and robust future for Manito. Oh, that's, that's definitely exciting and uh, it's, it sounds very positive and <laughs> sounds like you've got everything under control. <laughs> um, Larika, this next question could really be a uh, personal experience or also within the Manitou environment, but you obviously a business leader, you've been in management at Manitou for many years. Undoubtedly, there's been not just in the last 18 months, but previously many challenges that you've had to face along the way, I'm sure. Maybe if you could just share some of those challenges that you might have faced and how you overcame them and yeah, and what were those hurdles and, and how you got over them. So I think a major challenge that I needed to learn how to manage is how to effectively deal and manage with uncertainty, whether it's created through COVID with uncertain economic conditions or even with the company split now, change um will cause uncertainty in the stakeholders. So it's to effectively keep the communication channels open to the stakeholders, whether it's your customers or your suppliers or your employees, to give them the information that they need timelessly to, to give them the confidence that whatever we are busy with, it's being handled correctly, i.e. with support shutting down during COVID, it was to effectively communicate with the customers that was expecting certain parts or machines. For the employees, it was to 
continuously just touch base with the teams to see where everybody is and just keep that human connection between all of us. So for me, uh, communication you know, is a big um, tool in overcoming um, you know, challenges caused by uncertainty. I can't agree with you more on when you said, obviously, staying in contact uh, with your staff and your employees. I know that's something that I've also had to deal with and learn, and it's been very important to still not just hide away at home, <laughs> but to actually still communicate <laughs> with the team to get things going. Rico, can you maybe share with us one of the biggest business lessons that you've learned so far? Obviously, you, like I said, you've been around for a long time. You've, you've had many things to deal with. Um, what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned? So for me, it keeps on coming back to the realization of how interconnected all of us are um, and that a business cannot thrive and prosper at the expense of its environment, its employees and or its stakeholders. Um, so I'm continuously looking at ways how we can improve not only in myself and my team, but in the company as a whole, how we can have a positive impact by delivering a great product to the customer you're helping their business. By looking after the environment, you know, you're helping the future of you know, the, the next generation. And building up employees gives a, a pride in their work and a pride in their company that will automatically flow through to the customer. So, uh, you know, inter how interconnected we are. And, you know, you know just appreciate that, actually. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. A very, very good point. Um, Lurica, another thing I suppose we keep referring to the last 18 months, but I think that this COVID almost forced us into this quicker than we were anticipating. And that's this whole digital and technology environment. So things have now very quickly become very technical and we, we need better technology. We need to do things digitally. And, and how has that part of things changed for you guys in Manitou? What have you done to embrace technology and digitalize things and the way that you do things? So at Manitou, we recognize that data is a game changer. Um, so for our business, we continuously reflect on how we can better improve our business solutions for our customers through the use of data. So, for example, today, most machines we supply come fitted with a telematic solution. So this means each of our machines is connected. So our customers receive real-time feedback on performance, location, and even health issues. So we can use this data as well to proactively support our customers to enable more efficient operations for all of us. For that and then as mentioned before we've also launched the subscription solution and we use the telematics information to be able to invoice the customers based on their consumption and also support the business operations through that a further joy in my life is that in 2022 we will be implementing a new erp system so it's already been rolled across, uh, out across most of the groups so this will also enable further data availability and transparency to keep manitou at the forefront of our business uh, that's exciting. That's very, very exciting. Um, but in that, in saying that, it's all wonderful and all these great ideas, but obviously we know that investment in technology comes at a price and it's quite expensive. It's not just a little price. And obviously it's not always easy passing that price onto your customers. Um, how has Manitou balanced that cost with the need to progress at the same time? So we do recognize that we need to balance cost versus benefit uh, to remain relevant in the market. But thankfully, being part of a large global organization, we can balance the costs of any developments across the group. So that's a significant you know, benefit for us. Um, so we 
try to stay attuned to what it is that our customers actually want and need to be able to determine where to focus the investment in technology on, for example, the telematics. And then, yeah, just to come back to our lovely ERP system, this would also um, assist us in you know, growing the business. Well, great, Lorica. thank you very much for your time. Um, I really appreciate it. It's, it's, it's been wonderful. And I, I look forward to the RSM and Manitou journey in the, in the years to come. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you, Michael. That was Conversations in Business with RSM. Experience the power of being understood. Experience RSM. Visit rsmza.co.za.